It's View From 202, a New York Red Bulls fan podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and direct from our website, viewfrom202.com. Hey yo, good morning America, good morning Erica, who gave me good head while watching Good Morning America. Good day, New York. It's episode 115 of View From 202, uh, after a shield win and running concurrently with the MLS playoffs right now, we are currently uh, watching the 86th minute of DC United and Columbus, uh, the winner of which we will play on Sunday. So lest we, you know, record like super, super, super late, we kind of have to do it this way. Um, unfortunately, Philly shot the bed yesterday, which is very Philly of them. So we've been reduced to this, this sad state of affairs, but good news is we have the shield we won the shield it's Britt peaches and sam how's your guys week been it's great shield week shield week shield day shield week yeah i was um yeah i just cared about the shield you just yeah just, just everything cared about the shield all week yeah yeah it's it's kind of annoying because we haven't even gotten it yet physically received it not yeah. that well, we would touch it isn't it it's, soon. it's like technically in it's back in new york right yeah, I do believe I think somebody it was had being somebody had to back. go get it in Toronto, right? Steve, yeah. Steve made a cryptic message on Twitter where every first word said, "I'm bringing the shield home." Yeah, I believe Steve flies a lot for work, so he went to Toronto and retrieved it and yeah, brought it back. It's a good thing we had Robert Langdon, um, famously of the Da Vinci Code, on staff to help mm, us figure that famously out. Famously real person, yep. famously real science. Um, <laughs> also, the shield was created by the Illuminati. Who knew? Yeah, well, I did. Everyone knows that. Come mm. on. You just have to pretend you don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, it comes after a 1-0 win against Orlando, which is, I think, tighter than I predicted, but I think Tighter totally, than we all predicted, right? Yeah, I think so. I think we were all, all I think expecting a blowout. We all kind of forgot, despite how trash Orlando is, that almost every game we've played against them has had some like le- like high level of intensity. I think that such as Dom Dwyer shoving Louis Robles. Yeah. Right. So you get like you get like the bullshit from earlier this season, but also like I remember like Britt, you often referenced that one game when we ended up losing to Orlando at home. Five um, two. And but it was at a point where we were down what like three nil and we scored two goals. Yeah. And we came like, and we, like got got back into it and the crowd got really like really into the game. Yeah. And there was some pretty intense back and forth on the field, uh, and then to only, you know, lose the game five two, but like it's stuff like that i feel like every game kind of gets to that extent yeah and i I do think they were trying like it wasn't just that we were nervous or tight i do think that orlando was trying i mean did you see that am i crazy for thinking that i think they were trying i think they were trying they were they were just out good ultimately outplayed just the worst team right yeah and i I think you kind of saw that kind of thing where where teams in that situation when they get to play spoiler i feel like you you can almost tell that they feel almost uh like they, they feel purpose for the first time in a long time shout like out it, tfc yeah it almost yeah. it almost felt like <laughs> New they, that orlando was walking in there and was like oh we have like a job to do today like it's our job and like we have an opportunity to actually do something relevant and which was like a seemed like a nice chase change of pace from their recent season i am completely projecting here i have no idea if this is actually how it is Sasha did say uh, earlier before the game that he wasn't necessarily looking forward to, you know, ruining our day, that he would be sad 
uh, kind of no matter what happened, because even if they had won and spoiled it for us, that lots of his former friends at RBNY would have not won, so that would make him feel conflicted. Uh, oh, wow. Acosta just missed 90th uh, minute. In the nine, as it hit 90. But, yeah, I do think Orlando uh, put in a decent effort, but it's not enough for us. But uh, Toronto gets the job up done up in Toronto, which I can't remember. Can can you remind me who said that would happen? I don't know. I can't remember how bullish we were on this last week. Oh, oh, I thought you were, that was like a rhetorical question. No, it did come um, off that no, way uh, much more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure none did. Did any of us? I, I think I, I predicted I a had draw. Us, I, I had us not winning the shield in our in our predictions. I, think I had us winning the shield. But as I was walking back to the train, I said to you guys, I was like, you know what? I'm realizing now I didn't really actually think it would happen. Like, yeah. I didn't think we would lose. I just still thought Atlanta would win. Yeah, i kind of given up on it, too. But you know. Or I thought that they would, you know... After Toronto scored once, I was kind of like, ooh. I feel like the chronology here is important. I've been uh, slightly disappointed, which I'll highly qualify in... Uh, when it comes to the match day video, but like some things like the, you know, MLS review show and stuff like that don't quite capture the chronology of the day and like how the, how the crowd reacted as the score was updated on the scoreboard, which I feel like was the most intense and fun part of the day yeah. on, on Sunday. Cause it really affected. And I think I'm also bummed cause we were in the South ward for this. And when you're in the South ward and you're, you're part of producing all of the noise for the whole stadium, it can be harder to get a sense of the the, rest the, of the more stadium. general stadium noise. So you could kind of feel the ripples of the news going around the stadium. But uh, I was kind of curious how it how it seemed really from the field level. Um, but alas, uh, the news of the first goal comes in at what the sixth minute or so. Pretty early. Yeah. yeah. Super early. And I feel like the team is like really, really rushing those first fifteen minutes to really try to pummel. Orlando and try to get it out of the way and, uh, you know, just put it to bed really yeah. quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, now, remind me if I got this wrong, because I feel like there's lots been lots of quotes about this, but it seems like, to me, a lot of the player quotes, particularly BWP, seem to say that after they saw the goal score, uh, the goal scored in Toronto and Kaku, you know, now famously ran up to him <laughs> and just said, Toronto, 1-0, and ran away. Uh, BWP said that they that that was nice and that they relaxed a little bit and before that they were rushing themselves. Um, do you think does that square with what you saw? Uh, no. Yeah, I feel like that kind of surprised me. Not, yeah, I, I didn't seem like that at all. I feel like around that time too, uh, there were some like bits of possess- like Orlando had some good bits of possession. Yeah, and we ended up playing some defense. Well, that might um, be which, which is a little weird because I, I feel like that was the opposite of like getting into a groove. That might be more relaxing for this team, though. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know? I guess. That's true. All right. Oh wait, they best finally case, have possession. Yes. Best case scenario to interject. Best case scenario has happened between DC United and Columbus. Here, they've gone to extra time. <laughs> it's going to be 120 minutes at Audi Field. Uh, Lucho Acosta and Wayne Rooney, the two most important players for DC, are still on the field. They all these teams all played last Sunday as well, so it's a lot of minutes for those old legs. Uh, you, I guess, these people already know this when they listen to this, but yeah. uh, still relevant at that Sam, point, even if we were recording after. The as, fact. as you were, um, you were a supporter of Wayne Rooney's former club. 
Well, boyhood club. Kind of, yeah. Do you think he kind can? His, do you think his legs have enough for 120 no. two days of rest and no. then playing us? Not at all. There's no chance. He'll do it, but he won't play well. It, it'll be yeah. like uh, when he played against us at Red Bull Arena on Saturday when the club had it was either a Wednesday or a Thursday match and he played the whole 90 prior. Mm-hmm. Um, and he still ended up playing 90 against us, but he looked kind of lifeless. Yeah. Or he didn't even play 90. He got subbed out against us. Olsen really can't take him out here. Yeah. Uh, so he's kind of stuck. He's going to be gassed. Unless, unless he's begging for it, you know. Um, so back to the question, though, of... of Rushed. I do think that it was like, it felt like 20 minutes we were really going for it. And from my perspective, I feel like Toronto scoring that early made me much more nervous. I was like, it kind of secretly resigned to the fact that, yeah, we we would win. I would be shocked if we hadn't won. You know what Um, got me, though, was that... I think they like they had to revise the score like two or three times during the game. Oh yeah, because they were we had there, that was, VAR there was call, a VAR right? goal and there was one goal that was called too early. And yeah, was a foul. Um, and didn't they do it? Wasn't it three times where that happened? I think both Atlanta and Toronto had VAR goals. Right? It, they They're called they, back. By yeah, VAR. they had two called back pretty close after one another, and then I think in the end, to the end of the second half, there was a third one. Right, that happened wow. as well. Really? Or and then there was one, there was one real one that was scored after a VAR one. So then it was kind of like, Confusing. are they just screwing yeah. around with the scoreboard? Are they just? And I didn't think when they said that um, it was going to be on the scoreboard. I assumed that meant it would maybe flash up every once in a while as uh, updates happened, it or maybe it would be on the side. There. But I didn't think it was going to stay there. And I wonder. I mean, it doesn't seem like they asked the team what they would have preferred. And they only put the scoreboard up when Toronto scored. Scored, yeah. Which makes me think if Atlanta had just run away with it. They might not have put it up at they, all. Yeah, they just would have left it Toward off. the second half, they kept it up the whole time. Yeah. Um, uh, or into the second half. Yeah. But well, I, think, I think they kept, didn't they keep it up the entire time after Toronto I scored? Think, yeah. As soon, yeah. As, as, as soon as there was a score line, it was yeah. up. I, I thought it was funny because the, the scoreboard obviously updated a bit after um, all the goals happened. But I think people are still checking their phones um, across the stadium, so you heard different ripples of people starting to celebrate and then yeah. stopping to celebrate, and then people being like, "No, no, no, it was called back," and then yeah. other people. Be- it, it was a weird form of telephone all across the stadium. Yeah, but then like I think when Toronto scores their second goal and it's still scoreless for us, and uh, I think that kind of like really put people at ease. We're like, oh, okay, this is like a real lead. This isn't going to be just like a Toronto bloop goal. But there was well, well, there, were, there was a point though in the second half when we almost gave up a goal. And then right after that, Atlanta yeah. scored, and yes. it was two one Toronto. And then I think like everybody kind of looked at each other collectively and was like, "Yep, tip fucking typical." Like this is when Orlando or this is when Atlanta scores three goals and they win, and or then none of this matters. Even worse is if it had held at two one and we drew and they were <laughs> that would, Orlando. Oh yeah, that would have been oh. the most excruciating right, combination went, of no, everything. I, I think because when they went up two 0 I remember thinking, "Oh." Oh wow, we're technically first in the live standings right now. Yeah, yeah. Because Atlanta needed to lose by two if if we only draw uh, drew by less than eight eight. Yeah, which was you know hey, always anything can happen. Always a chance, but I do remember thinking like, God damn it, Toronto! If you get my hopes up and then you fuck this up, I will like that will be so much more worse than if you just lost outright. Because by the time I got to the 80th minute, I had spent so much time like nervously watching that up there. Um, 
whereas before I, I wasn't invested in it at all. I felt so invested though. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if I buy B2B. Maybe it was true for B2BP himself, but I don't know if it's true for the rest of the team about them calming down after that. I feel like you, you can almost see the pressure descend on them a little bit more because it was, it was a little bit less of, uh, you know, let's just give our best shout. It was like, oh God, we, got, we have to do this. We really got to do this. But within that 15 minutes we're talking about is the penalty. There is uh, a clear penalty on a nice little bit of patented uh, Red Bulls forced chaos, a little bit of energy drink soccer. Um, one of the many mistakes from Orlando CB pairing that week oh, or that game. It's a total mess. Yeah. Wait, um, who, who played on your back for those guys? I don't... They're extremely anonymous to me. I've already forgotten. <laughs> they kind of looked like a like an over forty men's league duo. Oh, they, 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 they duo. did. Yeah. The, the jerseys didn't fit them. That yeah, well. yeah the one didn't. dude, the, the like the bigger dude, like he, oh, uh, that was all offside. That was all. It didn't matter. It didn't the bigger dude, his jersey was too too baggy. Yeah. Um, and there are just, a number like seventy nine and forty three or something. I'm these are the important things. Prime numbers of a game is how your jersey numbers. fits you. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Um, but he, uh, I guess, I don't even know how to describe it. He just like, Brad gets the ball and then he just totally bowls him over. I don't even think they did a cursory VAR review, but then Derek Etienne, in my view, in my memory, immediately picks it up, claims the penalty. There seemed to be no discussion about this or like no dispute or anything. Even the cock is on the field. Royer's not on the field, uh, for this. So the, you know, most automatic or assumed guys not there. Uh, and I'm also curious on your guys' thoughts of this because to me, Armis's um, comments on this post game seem to go like, seem like they could go either way. Where he said, um, he seemed to say that it was not discussed ahead of time in practice and that the players take care of it all themselves. But then he also says that Derek's looked great in practice and always takes fantastic penalties. So yeah. there was little doubt. So which would seem to imply like that being the justification for him going. Do you have a stronger sense of of what was the case here? Uh, I mean what 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 they ended up saying was that at the end of every um end of every every practice, right? They all mm-hmm. shoot they all shoot a penalty. Uh take a penalty kick. And 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 he just said that I, I feel like what he said was just that he was consistently putting on good shots. Yeah. But I feel like on the one hand, it was like, yeah, some of that's organic. On the other hand, I think there was probably a consensus around the team that like, oh, like I think Etienne needs a good, con- like another confidence booster. Mm-hmm. Another like, uh, an- another opportunity at a good goal. Yeah. Um, and then given the, the kind of the con- the context, I feel like there was some flexibility where he could end up taking it and it being fine. Like, you know, if it was against, yeah. if it was either against a rival or if it was in a higher stakes game, now, not to say this game wasn't high stakes, but right. you know, if it's a, a, a like, maybe we're in fifth place or sixth place. We're, we're vying for a playoff spot, not, yeah. not just the Shield. Maybe it's a different outcome. Uh, or maybe even if uh, it were this coming Sunday, it'd be a different outcome. Or maybe but, if we were in Atlanta's shoes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, even then, I don't, I don't know. But Pete, you, you want to say something, Pete? Just, I think this was the plan all along. Okay. Um, yeah. There's no discussion. Yeah. He just went straight up, took the ball, took the kick. Really uh, it, I, like, it could have been for his confidence, but you know, this team, one of the things I really enjoy is that we, we try to defy convention a lot, right? Um, and I think conventionally people want someone who's experienced and composed to take a penalty, um, someone you know who will just have a cool head about it. 
But, you know, everyone talked about how one of Derek's qualities is his confidence. Um, and, you know, I, I think having Derek be the penalty taker on that team is a bit of a fuck you to, like, what, what you think about when you when you want to go there. And having, a like, good, a young kid. That's, like, a, a good nice decision. answer. And... I don't know. But sure. I mean, even sure. but, also, but like but. it's also like they didn't even talk about it. Like Derek just took the ball. That was no, clearly was the plan. Yeah. I think it was probably to help his confidence. Um, I think Derek's a confidence player, and I think he can often get into. Well, I think that penalty could have backfired immensely, uh, judging how he played the rest of the first. Oh half. my god, Egain just scored! Oh, wow, I hate this. Um, the ageless Egain on a header. We asked how we asked uh, Google um, how old he is, and 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 he kept on coming and, with and, his and it was at a loss for words. Wow, it, it couldn't uh, say anything. It, 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 it didn't respond. It to didn't us. understand the yeah. the syllables. Wow, all Jeez. two Columbus fans. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, oh, that's a long trip. Yeah. Well, is is it longer than New York? Uh, what from Columbus to DC? DC to no, Columbus? it's probably a little closer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I don't even know. But Peaches, yeah, I don't... Um, yeah, I think it is a... I think it's also a move to just like kind of spread the goals around, but also even more simply, Kaku doesn't seem to be th- like perfect or that amazing on penalties, penalties either, anyway. Yeah. So like Derek's probably just up in that tier anyway. Maybe. Um, you know, I don't know how many times... we've. I think we said there was once where... Uh, they were both on the field together, and Royer wasn't. That Kaku took a penalty, but I don't know. I'm I don't mind it. Now we will say, of course, that he misses the penalty, and it, it is it is a pretty bad penalty. It's not the worst ever, but it's at least it, he put on goal. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was like as bad as Sasha's that one time against Montreal. Yeah, it was like that bad. It's low, but it's like central in a way that's like not even a useful like. Yeah. Panenka or anything it, it was just very easy for Orlando's goalkeeper who I, I'd never seen before also Sasha pointed the right way um oh I saw him doing that yeah and I couldn't I couldn't remember uh do you think that was just like from his memory or do you think he like there was yeah. some sort of tell was Derek tipping his pitches or something I don't know I mean they I guess they played together I don't know yeah. but Derek uh then runs around with incredible fury i feel like he really was sprinting for like a minute straight trying to win the ball back including going back all the way you've brought this up multiple times yeah to (laughs) our other corner and i was a little bit worried i was like you know i I understand it and it's it's admirable to some extent but then i was like i was like derek i'm a little worried you're actually gonna like exhaust yourself because i Oh, Egain almost doubled it. But uh, I just like, feel like he would have done something really yeah. reckless, whether it's injury or card. Like I mean, something I feel was like going to happen. If you, there, I mean, he's a professionally uh, trained and conditioned athlete. But still, I feel like sometimes if you like just sprint all out for two minutes, regardless of anything, you can like burn your stamina down a surprising amount. So I was kind of like, oh, watch, 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 watch. He's twenty-one. Yeah, no, he's he's he just uh, go on all burners though. He's like twenty three or something. Twenty one. He's twenty one. Yeah. Um. But even still, Muil is twenty three. Yeah. Fam- infamously. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, so we no shout outs to Andrew Weeby. Yeah, we have a couple of other chances uh, in this first half where um, like a nice bit of pressure and screw up from the same center back I think leads to a nice. One timer from Wheel right to Brad, who shoots it just barely wide. 
Uh, do we have anything else that happens in this first half? I I'm think I feel like I'm mostly staring at the scoreboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Real. But like the stadium's pretty loud. Um, mm-hmm. Good. Oh, energy. the environment was great. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, and I think people responded really well to the score um, of the Toronto game, uh, especially like for that like the maybe the the fifteen twenty minutes after the goal. Yeah, it was another for me an Atlanta type game where that like the crowd seemed to be not obviously packed, but it was um, knowledgeable. Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, I, those are great crowds. Always, always good. But yeah, first half. That's, so, that's about it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a weird feeling going in the half. It's I, I didn't really think we were at risk of losing or really even drawing this game, but there was a nice bit of security to think that, wow, even if we do draw, we still win it. Yeah. To win the shield at this point. Um, but then, as you said, Peaches, there's that moment where, where Atlanta scores to come back 2-1. Joseph Martinez's first goal in like two months off, off a of penalty. penalty. He did have a really fantastic miss uh, right before. The guy is struggling, which the, the, the fates are cruel, and our wish for both Atlanta and City to suck have coincided now they're playing each other. So now Atlanta might not even be good enough to get rid of them for us. But um, What, it, the two fascist sympathizer teams are playing each other? Isn't Atlanta, like, I feel like Atlanta is just kind of, like, generically Well, for me, it's just, like, okay, so this is kind of, for me, like, on on the MLS subreddit, um, every time someone defends, like, the Proud Boys as an organization, they always have an Atlanta flair. So. I see. Well, um, how long is it until Derek scores the goal? It's 55th minute, and what a goal it is. Oh, what a run. He ran that from, like the halfway line yeah it was great and the cutback too yeah so good i have to say i did examine the (laughs) take a closer look at uh orlando's shape on that (laughs) and i really don't know what they're doing i don't know why the midfield was so open and it didn't really come from a press or anything it came from parker passing to mario and then boom right there but you've played in a rec league team before (laughs) yeah (laughs) That's true. I know very well that midfielders never play defense in those teams. <laughs> so, uh, fair enough. But uh, I think Nando or Fernando posted this. Uh, you should check it out. It's a side by side comparison of Etienne's goal in the uh, 2016 USL final and the goal from Sunday. They are very, <laughs> very similar. Yeah. The cutback is the exact same. It's good. And he got he gets the guy to bite so hard, which is nice because, yeah. like, it's the kind of thing where it's, I think as Derek was saying for the game, he was very confident that he would bite on it, and it, that's the exact kind of thing you just kind of need to do against a team like Orlando where, quite frankly, you know that these center backs just individually are not that great. Also, if you're a dribbler like uh, Etienne, sometimes you just right. need to decide to do something and then commit to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but but I, I think yeah. that's kind of that... that um, fearlessness that was missing from this team at other junctures at some point so it's nice to see that other chances include um well the one thing i'll say is that like all in all like that was a great run but like i feel like the keeper could have done a lot more well he got a hand to it he did but it wasn't like it was out of reach i I, well yeah it was kind of it was in a weird spot right it wasn't placed towards the post really yeah right 
So like, I feel like that is shot intended to go and hit the like to the post. I mean, that's yeah, the, it's still a great goal. Though. I mean, it's the I, beauty I, of I it being low, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, exactly. Um, but I look at it and I'm like, that's probably the not the worst part of the whole sequence. But mm-hmm. like, he did so much, so well, right? Yeah. And like that would like for that to be the blemish of the play, like speaks more to right. like how impressive. Well, that, it kind of reminds was. me of what we said about BWP's 100th goal as well, where yeah. he's got that knack of. He he hits that between the legs shot or, or off time shot so much that it looks bad from the uh, from the goalkeeper's perspective. But really, if you look at his options, it's a very tough situation for the goalkeeper. So I think there's a little bit of that going on here too. Um, but another chance includes a Kaku absolutely screaming one from far out that mm. doesn't really miss by much. It's it's within a foot by my count, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been quite the punctuation mark. And then as we're getting towards the end, there are a couple breaks that really could have uh, put the cherry on top, including a Daniel Royer uh, breakaway after he subbed on. It's nice to see him back on the field. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is alive. Uh, there is a kind of goal called off. I think that the whistle was like, Made blown maybe even before it went in, but it's this. There's this weird series of El Munir crosses uh, from Orlando, where uh, they found a little bit of space on the right, and he crosses one in, and then Dwyer's ruled to be offside but affecting the play, and it bounces and goes straight in the goal, and then three four minutes later we get another one where he crosses it from an extremely similar part of the field, and uh, does find Dwyer's foot. And it goes wide by about maybe a foot as well. And that, that was actually a pretty close yeah. chance. Jeez. You worried about this this kind of defensive frailty against what's a pretty bad team? Eh. I mean we we won we still had a queen sheet that game. Yeah. I mean I think it's something uh some film to review uh this week it, from that uh position, I think. A team as bad as Orlando were able to uh, isolate that and very clearly, I think, told Almanir to kind of find find that space. Um, so, I mean, it does remind me of, as well of that. Uh, there was an article written for American Soccer Analysis uh, that was our season in review. Um, they did a whole series of these for a bunch of different teams. Ours is very, very good. Uh, maybe I'll try to post the link when I remember mm. It, and it makes the point that one of our defensive weaknesses is actually defending in a block. Um, when we're kind of just in two lines like we were in those situations, we're, we're not that great at snuffing out chances ahead of times, and we kind of rely on our athleticism, which I, I, th- I think we did a bit um, as well on. I mean, as a team that's designed to be like pretty much all under 23, though. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, that's really the only, the only big glaring chance for me on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, post-game celebrations, fun. Um, I like that we had the, the thing out, or the banner, banner already made. Yeah, um, for sure. not, not messing around, not scared to do that. The, the, con- uh, confetti looked good. I, uh. It did. It was good for pictures. Yeah. yeah. Not great for videos, but good for pictures. I like... Oh, no, there's like a really solid GIF yeah. um, that they've made for 2019 season tickets. Um, oh, yeah. And it's the confetti slowly kind of like dropping down. Ooh, they got a high-speed um, camera? And they and they have like... It's like a red... like the, It's very like uh, like a red filter to it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's really good. 
I'm a big fan. They should have great, yeah, great photo op. They should have had the confetti and then lit fireworks under them at the same time. 2013 was the other time we won the, the confetti shield. Confetti lit on fire. That's the point. And that, would, that wouldn't look that good though. What it's is? a lot of fire. Fire always looks I think good. It's too much fire. Was there like a stage? The, there's no such thing as too much fire. Was there like a stage and stuff or anything like that in 2013? I can't remember. I neither do I. For the shield? Yeah. That was uh, our first game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Oh, well, I think collectively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I remember that there's that f- famous series of images of Henri and then Petkey lifting the shield, but that's it. I mean, it wasn't even here. Well, I, don't, I think they, they've come come a long way as a as a team in a league because I don't sure. think we had like the, the you know, the, the entrance walk with all the... the the sparklers and stuff. Oh yeah, and the flamethrowers. Like that wasn't a thing. Like in 2013. Yeah, I guess not. Which I don't know. They, I, I do like. I mean, we've always had. I don't know. We're, I guess we're digressing. But um, it was. <laughs> How nice, can we digress? We're talking about the shield <laughs> production. Um, and then, uh, but it. What happened before was Sasha came over and applauded the South Ward. Uh, he did a nice little round. Tears, yeah. The whole stadium. He, he cried. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what you what did you think about this? I mean, especially in like that. I mean, when he was introduced, there, in my opinion, it wasn't only booze. It was mixed. It was a smattering. Yeah. And it, when these things happen, the booze cut through more than the vague, Cla- tepid and, yeah. clapping. So I don't I don't think it would be right to say the you know the stadium at large booed, but um, it was kind of quite a contrast to see a little bit of vocal booing and, and heckling. And then he comes, makes the effort to come around and tearfully clap for everyone, which it's funny. Cause then everyone clapped back to him, but it kind of, you know, it was, it was a nice little exchange there. I don't know. It must be tough for Sasha. Right. I mean, it's just like, what a terrible situation that other team is in compared yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. us just blowing mm-hmm. things away. But what if it turns out like he went to Orlando and all this time, his kids hated Disney World. Oh my God, that'd be, that'd be that's really what he's mad about. Yeah, but it's the best team in MLS history, and uh, seventy-one points. First team to break the seventy-point barrier. The broke the record set last year by Toronto FC of sixty-nine, and. Nice. Uh, um, most wins ever. Sorry, I got distracted. It looked like for a, I was worried for a second that Pedro Santos had like a bone popping out of his leg, and I was very, very disturbed. But um, hoping that's not the case. But um, yeah, most wins ever. Twenty-two wins. Uh, among um the highest points per game ever in an MLS season. This this is the best MLS team ever, and it's weird because. Going into it, we were not getting that treatment at all this year. I will say that, you know, I think in like the match day thing they did afterwards and a lot of discussion, we have been getting a lot of attention for how good the season was, but it is a little late. It is kind of weird yeah. how like Toronto got like a two month long parade. Best, best team to be second fiddle for, yeah. I mean, for, it's, for it's, September. We've also uh, only October. been first once before this. What do you mean? Like we've only oh, been like in the literally at the top of the yeah. table only once. Well, before we this. had the eight games in hand, or you know whatever, for so long. we were just killing that points per right, game. Right, that fucks with narratives because right, Toronto were just like streaming ahead the entire season. Right? Yeah, and even even we were saying that right when we yeah. were complaining about points per game all year. But um, yeah, this hey, this should hey, be. Hey, you know has the most points per game right now? 
Who's that? Us. Oh, okay. True. I don't know what kind of weird joke you're setting up or something. But, um, yeah. I don't know. Great, greatest team ever? Not even a question, yeah. right? And we got to the semifinals of season. And we lost three players to season-ending injury. An important depth right back in Kyle Duncan. We lost Tommy Redding to gaming. <laughs> yeah, that's the fourth injury. The, the most devastating of all. And then... Uh, <laughs> Vincent Bezicourt, who was a solid depth piece and, you know, played in important games like the Derby. And then um, we uh, also lost Florian Velo, who, until his injury, was arguably the breakout player and, and team of the year, in my view. I know I've kind of gotten more and more into my, uh, you know, Flora, uh, Florian Velo mania every week he's been gone, but... Uh, still, that was a huge, huge loss at the time. And we have a coaching change, obviously. Uh, Chris Armis mentioned Jesse Marsh in his speech to the fans afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I recall, you guys were booing. No, that. that was that was only one person. I don't. Wait, was that you who booed? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Does Jesse get half credit? <laughs> I miss Jesse a lot, to be honest. Like yeah. I, I, I kind of like like the way that Jesse. I mean, I remember, team, I but. remember being on a similar page with you on this, but I have to say, it's it for me, it's gone. My doubts have dissipated. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Like it's the the, the turnover turnover is obvious. Although I will say, in the Chris Arms tenure, it's amazing how many Mourinho esque score lines we've had and how anti Mourinho he plays. Just you mean close games? Yeah. Well, how many one nils did we win? It is kind it, of funny for this game to end one nil. Yeah, it did. It, it we did feel kind of tight, which reminds me of the point I wanted to make, which I feel like you could see the team got a little bit of a taste of that pressure when they saw, you know, oh Toronto's losing. That like this is a bad team. We need to beat. We need to like live up to our own expectations. But it was a relatively low cost dress rehearsal yes. to do it because it's okay. like you're still well, gonna beat orlando right. we Here, still did here's my question then obviously none of us have any idea how to like truthfully answer this but do you think hypothesize that the the pressure for the shield was similar to a playoff game or is it totally different just because of the nature of the way that playoffs work uh for the whole 90 different but i think to the point you made brit I think there there were a few moments to me that stuck out where there was like this pressure from the other game and from where we stood in the standings. Um, and there were moments where we were kind of passing the ball around the outside of the 18. Mm-hmm. Um, and it felt that same sort of pressure that we had felt in the last couple of years in high stakes playoff yeah. games where we needed to score. Yeah. Um, or. And, yeah. Chivas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, and it just Those like that little, word is forbidden. Little flashes of moments like that, um, uh, it, where where it did feel like a high stakes playoff game. Yeah. Um, but it felt different than you know the last Atlanta game, where like it was like high intensity, high stakes, but like uh, the team was just like fucking amped. Uh-huh. It was like a different type mm. of uh, of energy, but it was like a little more anxious. So here's my follow up to that. Then, do you think that that let the team shake off what 
potentially the nerves would be when they walk onto the pitch. I guess. On I mean, Sunday. I guess I never got to. I, I think the most literal answer to your question before is no. I don't think the team had the pressure of like, oh my god, this is it. If we don't win, we go home. I don't think you can replicate that. But I do think it had what I guess kind of to what Sam's saying. I think it probably did enter the same psychological waters of like oh god we can't fail to live up to our own expectations again yeah like mm. I, I from especially from that like you know uh 10th minute to the to the end of the first half i think there was a little bit of that same chivas feeling where it's like oh god like i know the season's not going to be over but like this it's going to be proven right once again that we're chokers and we can't do as bad as well as we know we should be able to do yeah i mean it felt like there's it was a reminder of of that ang- sort of anxiousness yeah um and, and sort of looming uh, uh negativity but I think but it- we but we have you know a, a, whole, a whole week of training and of Armis really kind of talking to these guys yeah. and, and reminding them of this mentality and how hard they've worked for the, you know, the last fucking year to, yeah. to get to this point and that, you know, throw all that out the window, all those anxieties from years past. Yeah. Uh, and then I, which do is, think, which I think it's fine. I think it's less endemic than it is before. I mean, if you ask, if you look at Armis's press conference of him, fueling a question about basically that so metro he's he kind of is like i don't really know what you're talking about man like, <laughs> he, like he, yeah he was like oh that's pretty negative yeah great because yeah. it's like also like the, the 2014 teams the 2013 teams like the tw- i feel like the most severe that so metro really was 2012 in recent history mm. in recent history in the rba era was 2012 like literally almost nobody like laid and like Robles was like a month into the team or something at that point, or like six months into the team or something at that point. Like it's, it's literally a different people. Ben Mines wasn't even born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, and so it's like literally different people. So I don't think it's like an endemic curse, but I think it's a factor of uh, just like a young set of guys who have really, really high standards for themselves. And I liked a lot what Aaron Long said. And I've, I kind of like Aaron Long's swagger right now, like in the match day video. I like everyone's one. swagger right yeah. now. Or, or just ah, the way shit. That... I haven't seen the match day video oh, yet. Oh. I watched it live on the premiere and I was, <laughs> I was living my life in the comment section. <laughs> you were. Nobody, I... nobody joined me. I was really disappointed. I did that. I did that for the, for two, the game two weeks ago, San Jose game, <laughs> yeah. but you know, not, not as hype. Yeah. Um, I, you reminded me when you said Chris Armas press conference of my favorite moment of the celebrations, which, which was, was when Chris Armas grabs the mic and says, "No, I don't got, a, I don't have a lot of words." <laughs> and literally, all of us looked at each other yeah, like, we, we, know, "We know, Chris, we, we know." We've seen, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Chris, amazing. But even his speech was just like, "Yeah, we're gonna win the cup." You know, that's like he has that swagger. Like I like that, yeah. that Chris is like, yeah. You know, one of the boys in that in that sense. But I guess what like Long's attitude was very much—he's just very much like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like, yeah, we got this, we got this swagger going on, and maybe it's just like, you know, the, you know, the experience of last year, young guys getting more experience. But I, he just seems so in the right zone right now. And, and I'm, we've I'm moved, into it. yeah, we've moved away from the chip on the chip on our shoulder mentality that I feel like drove us through 2015. Yeah. I feel like we're just like, yeah, we're like the fucking best team in the league. Yeah. We're I the, feel like we're the best like, team to ever play a regular season yeah. in MLS and we're going to win the cup. Davis, Adams, Long, they're all like, wow, isn't this exciting? Like, this is exciting. <laughs> and it, it is. Reader, it is. Imagine losing <laughs> more than nine times in all competitions. I literally can't imagine. Like, uh, oh, I'm not going to tempt the fates too much, but you know, there's a lot of things I can't imagine. Imagine not making the playoffs. 
I'm sorry. I wasn't as, I was as not long as I followed this team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we've done that. Yeah. I think Tom put together the numbers and saw that our, Oh no. Wow. They drew. DC just scored again. Nick DeLeon. <sighs> Who the fuck? Playoff <laughs> legend. Damn it. <laughs> I Nick hate Dillon. Nick DeLeon. All right, we're getting too high on ourselves. <laughs> Clearly, we've been punished. Yeah, actually, <laughs> no, no, don't say it. Clearly, like the universe is like these guys down there need to chill the fuck out. Well, I was kind of rooting for nah, DC, fuck the universe, or like hoping that they would win so I could go on Sunday. But now this feels gross. Ugh. Like I said, no one wants to fucking watch DC win. Yeah. But like on paper, if they get the W, and you're like, yeah, I get to go to DC, then that's like that's fine. That's yeah. fine. But like you have to watch this shit. Yeah, you have I don't to watch like Leon. Wait, we've never been to a DC playoff Whoa, game. Oh wait, is um is Birnbaum offside? Uh, I don't know. I don't no, know. we went to the we went to the home game in 2015. Well, I meant like at DC. No, I don't think we went to the to the 2014. No, wait, I think we went to the 2015 away leg, didn't we? That um, was the one with no, because we watched it on television at Legends on the upstairs floor on NBC Sports. I remember that. That was with the the dude. No, that's the, fourteen. Oh, that was fourteen. That was fourteen. Yeah, we didn't, that's the we first didn't, time we ever. We didn't go to that. We didn't go to that year. Oh, you're right. We did because go. The we next didn't. Year. Yeah. yeah, we didn't mm. see. I don't, we did go the year after that, though. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily a good trip for me, but I was there. That was <laughs> that was yeah. That was that like, was where we almost all died. Yes. from the shaking. That was the Pope. We took that the Pope. Was the Pope? Uh, was that yeah. the Pope? That was definitely yeah, because we, we, we were probably high on the whole San Lorenzo collection, uh, connection at the time. To mm-hmm. which, if there are any Oricon listeners, I'm sorry, we've changed our ways. Don't don't yeah, worry. Don't worry. Um, also, the Pope got bad. Uh, always was bad. Yeah, we but were, like, yeah, wait, we just, what did he, public yeah. perception got bad. Yeah. yeah, just you know, just Catholic same stuff. S- same, same Catholic sex stuff. abuse thing. You know, not nothing. Yeah, old news. Really, yeah, for for the Catholic Church. Yeah, but um. Should we, we? This has been a long one. Yeah. Uh, this, game, Lotus, Lotus. this game's a fucking long one. It's fine. Lotus, Lotus, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like. I mean, the narrative, tiny narrative. It's the Derek narrative, narrative yeah. right? I mean, the redemption. I'm going to give mine to Kaku. I was going to shout what I was out gonna, Kaku. <laughs> yeah, Kaku had a great game. And I'm going to give a shout out to Adams, despite my, my hot take from last week. Um, he really showed up everywhere. Yeah. And I think he grew into the game. And it's very clear to me that Tyler Adams is a big game player. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Kaku entered that. He has this like mode that you can see him enter, where he's just like, "Give me the ball, I'm gonna do it." Like, <laughs> it's like, like just like yeah, and you're like, "Oh my god, I feel so safe." In the but he does it with Kaku. a smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe it was his mother's birthday or something like that. Oh yeah, which is very, uh, very bittersweet for him. But uh, lover boy Kaku. Oh, um, Alex Wheel had that great pass to BWP. Yeah, on the uh, chance. Alex, yeah, I mean, there was like a lot of parts of the first half where we were just like, "Fuck, just Honorary, give the ball to Muir." Oh yeah, they needed to send him earlier. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why they yeah, weren't yeah, yeah. sending him earlier. He was he had the, all the right runs. Sometimes they would do it, but he had to hold up. Uh, honorary goat to Mark Shikovsky pulling the John Terry special, not being in the eighteen, but getting full <laughs> kitted up to join in the celebration. <laughs> That's one for the culture, <laughs> and not the good culture, John Terry culture, not necessarily prestigious or, or honorable culture, but uh, Royer, also Royer. MVP award to Mark Shikovsky's, uh live Instagram stories. Oh, uh, shout out to the Send Your Back Couples costume. Oh, yeah, the, the Cowboys. Yeah. I love Aaron Long's devotion to the bull motif. <laughs> Even if I'm not willing to commute, I mean, commit uh, at quite as hard. 
but um that's very cute i will say it, we like we like to have fun we like to watch the the players uh post who doesn't enjoy a good post we do mm. we like players too so we like players posts but i'm gonna give a soft i think it's modus. important to say it, don't blow up their spot okay yes i'm gonna give a soft Please enjoy their post but don't blow up their spot mm. no snitching yeah uh, I'm gonna give a soft wotus to Fidel for being on his phone during Chris's speech. I'm yeah, I'll, okay, soft wotus, yeah, because yes, I'm slightly. I, after he reviewing technically the tape, played, he didn't really yeah. celebrate. We're giving him the wotus for for his lack of celebration. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. It's a bad. It's been too good a week to really dive too deep into the, the negative vibes of this, but uh, yeah, uh, it does look like he might have been recording with his front facing camera for some reason, but that was kind of weird, Fidel. But respect, <laughs> respect for never logging off. The wotus is because you didn't use your better camera. Yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a goat or a woat, but or a soft one here. <laughs> yeah. But but Kamara Lawrence was kicking confetti in his children's faces. <laughs> that's a goat. Uh, were, that's a goat. Is that a goat? I feel like that's a goat. That's his a goat. Kids from were me. like, "Dad, what is this? This is boring. I want to go home." And then he's just like, yeah. "They're also like." <laughs> Really, really decked out. They were like in such puffy coats. They looked so comfortable. They look so, cold. Oh yeah, they it looked like if you knock them over, they would just like bounce back. Yeah. Oh no, they wouldn't be able to get back up. They'd oh yeah, be they'd, be a they'd be like a turtle on their shell. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, first segment. Went that was on. segment one. I guess segment two. We're, we're gonna do end of season yeah. awards, awards. I guess plus and penalties. Three segment episode. Then we're gonna do. Um, we're going to do looking forward to whoever this opponent is that we're going to find out in five minutes. So join us after the break. Nemo trips that back from the grow. Hanging on the brother that's bad for the soul. Three more trips that's back for the road. But you're never ready, that's bad for the dough. Three more chicks that's bad to the bone. But I see the envy that's bad for the cold. In the land of the lost with the grasses and mold. I done wrestled with the snakes, so I had to get on. I've been trying to get right. Not bad for the show, been ready for the fist fire. Not bad for the show, the niggas wanna get tired. That's bad for the show, in the land of the lost with the grasses and mold. I done wrestled with the snakes, so I had to get on. Made my plan for the past. Alright, welcome back to segment two of You From 202. We've successfully taken a very short break, so we're, we're still in the extra time of the DC Columbus game. Uh, Hopefully, they'll go to penalties, and we'll be able to live through that with you. Um, but we're going to talk awards, end-of-season awards, end-of-season retrospective, that kind of thing in this segment. We're all wearing our tuxedos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's after 6 p.m. or 11. Yeah. Um, but uh, the f- <laughs> So I'm going to go through and uh, read the finalists. They've announced the finalists for the Real Life Awards, and then... Uh, I think we can provide our own, in addition to reacting to the real ones, provide our own opinions on who we would uh, select or maybe even vote for. You can do either. I don't know. Uh, I don't know any players outside of this team, except for Lucha That's it Also, if, if, you, if the answer is I don't know, fine. Um, but first off, the uh, Landon Donovan MLS Most Valuable Player finalist. Alex Moyle. The finalists in real life uh, include Miguel Amiron, Zlatan, Joseph Martinez, Wayne Rooney, and Carlos Vela. Is this an unacceptable unacceptable uh, snub of BWP? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he should make the the, the short list. 
Yeah, I'm surprised. I saw a lot over of Carlos people, Vela. I saw a lot of people. Yeah, everyone's so big on him and all these yeah, accolades. Sharing things and being like, "Oh yeah, BWP two. Few people had BWP as number one, which I was prepared to concede. You know, I think BWP should have won MVP when he tied the record in 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'll you know, be consistent. Joseph say. went broke it by five, four. You know, fine. I'll, you know, I'm fine. I'm resigned to him winning it, even if he went cold at the end of the season. See, this the 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 shortlist. Even you gave with me, the PKs, you know, whatever. The the shortlist is like um, the the Sasha BWP split vote for me, because on that mm. team, I think that Miguel Almiron is much more important than Joseph Martinez was. It would seem you, to as, be as right you can now. see. Yeah, you've watched the games where he's out. Like it's so, so. Oh obvious. yeah, and it's just been made obvious by his injury and the twelve penalties. I mean, but Marti- uh, yeah. you know, like that would that would, that would split my vote. So obviously, it this goes is, Laton. This is no- mm. another <laughs> case for I think it to be renamed Player of the Year. Just name it Player of the Year. Yeah, I feel like the the trying to do the calculus and justifications for what most valuable means is just I don't know. I mean, not you know, worth that's it. a it's a ploy to to generate a discussion like that though. To it's, talk about what valuable yeah, is. It's, it's like a, an entire. It's, just, it's a mar- ploy to, to get people to your big big players. In your oh league. my god, That's we've it. lost. What? We're talking about it right now. It's it's a ploy to get people to to talk about alienating your your um, labor, clearly into value into exchange value rather than use value. So mine would be Miguel Almiron. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, what I already put my. Um, money down on Joseph. Rooney is silly to me. Give him newcomer or whatever, but MVP, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Defender of the Year finalists. Aaron Long, our boy, Aaron, Chad Marshall, and Michael Parkhurst. <laughs> <laughs> One time, every time Michael Parkhurst gets an award on the Who? Atlanta squad, it's just so yeah. fucking funny. Do these people watch games? No, no. They just they just jerk off to their captain. That's yeah. all. That's it. But like, what players, press, and clubs have voted for Michael fucking Parker? It would. Although Bobby is canonically good now. This is canon. Sorry. Uh, level of irony to be interpreted. But um, being good doesn't mean you're infallible. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had a very hilarious clip or something earlier in the season where he was like look at this pass by parkhurst it's just it's such a great example of what makes cv's elite and i swear to god it was a 10 yard pass (laughs) to like the midfielder in front of him who immediately passed it back to him what is going on i think he's projecting (laughs) i think that's pure psychology right there that's that's a lot of psychology (laughs) that's okay bobby we have psychology too that's why we like you bobby therapy's fine yeah it's okay Okay, that's not exactly the tone i was going for but (laughs) anyway the context for this is uh of course that each team could nominate two people from their team to be defender of the year we nominated long and uh kamar uh not parker and amir even though they all had the best season honestly i think any of them could win Defender of the it's year. It's a flaw. Yeah. It's yeah. a flaw in the structure. Yeah, of, of, of the nomination. But absolutely, I would say looking at the finalist, Aaron Long is pro- right. He's just by and large. Aaron Long would be number one. I'm the not, best right? defender. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that he's it, had a monstrous. It, it year. would go Long, 
uh, Marshall, and then Parkhurst. Of the I three. just don't in the, in that order. I haven't watched enough Seattle, but like yeah, how I mean, good I guess could Chad fucking Marshall? Yeah, I, honestly, he like he. I think his health contributed to that unbeaten streak. Um, that's, that's all. I, yeah, that's all I can really think of. But but like. I don't know. He's another one who's just so looks but so Long, he looks so unathletic. Like I don't know how Aaron he Long does as a defender is such a complete defender. Yeah, oh, but also like Kamar, biggest snub uh, on like right. I, I think ever because, <laughs> because like of our defenders, those are the two best. Long, Honestly, Long and 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 and, and Kamar. But I yeah. feel like Kamar absolutely should be in the finals, and then if not the winner. On Sunday, Sunday well, was they a might great split example. The vote, so. Sunday was a great example of Amir basically being a right winger. It was insane <laughs> yeah, yeah, how yeah. far up the field he yep. was. Um, it, it, it was good, but it was, it was really astonishing. Which, to my point, it's bizarre that Defender of the Year includes both CBs and fullbacks. It's it's almost not fair to compare the two. All right, Egan's made the first PK. Um, the third ball he's putting the goal today. I did think I think it was Cork who pointed out to us that in some countries. They seem to classify their positions slightly differently, where it's just like wide central midfield forwards and then center backs. We could, I think that's a good idea if we did I that. Mean, the, the, the weird thing would be if you had, like, obviously now that three in the back has become more popular, like different types of positions, and you don't know if a wing back is really a winger or something like I mean, that. It sounds kind of like. But it's, saying, I guess right? the clubs. Um, oh! Wow, Rooney, Rooney got Rooney saved. Missed. Um, I got saved. Well, he got yeah, he missed. Um, yeah. The, uh, the yeah, I guess the clubs would determine who would go where. I I think there's a flawed system in determining if someone's the best at a position, no matter what. Well, sure. Yeah, I think yeah, Aaron. I mean, yeah, I think Aaron does have a solid chance. At I just actually think ob- winning objectively, this. he is the best player yeah. on that list. Like, yeah. like not not even trying to be biased, right. and and then like. You know, I don't, also just, he got he's got the he got a call up the call ups yeah. which you know the people love those yeah you know <laughs> kind of annoying to us. But Aaron's a crowd pleaser. No, this yeah. is the best part for the call ups. Is, yeah. is the yeah yeah. Oh, all right, two two nil at the moment. Columbus goalkeeper goalkeeper of the year for some reason that one's sponsored by someone, but the other ones aren't. Who is it sponsored by? Uh, Allstate. Allstate, yeah, because the good because oh, yeah, you're in good that, hands. That's their whole thing. Um, <laughs> the finalists are <laughs> Stefan Fry, who I guess is still goalkeeper for the Sounders, <laughs> Luis Robles, and Zach Steffen, not Tim Melia. That's who weird. People were were kind of. I've most of the chat and ballots you've seen posted on Twitter were kind of including Melia and Robles yeah. as like one A, one B, and I guess Fry. Those were like the the three names I saw a ton of people talking about. I'm kind of surprised to see Stefan. You know, not that he's not had his legendary moments, but I think really, um, you know, not as close as, as Robles or Melia. So a little surprised. I think Robles is having one of the best seasons ever. He has won the award before. In On a torn ACL. Yeah. Uh, which sounds very painful. Apparently, I guess according to his interview on seeing red, there was a point where he was taking goal kicks and every single one was painful, but he also said that that pain is gone now. Unclear to me if, <clears throat> something was done to it if it just faded or maybe he's just saying that but mm. yeah it that is so impressive. When back in the season we we're saying hey isn't it weird that the center backs taking the goal kick that's what happened yeah yeah look at that uh fuck it yeah i i vote for robles on that that's a yeah. simple one yep 
I mean, I think we would. The, I think Robo's given, given our defense and the few, the fewest goals, most clean sheets. There's just all the ratings in the wall. I think Robles might get underrated um, by people who vote just because he doesn't really make spectacular saves. Just, every and what week. It, it's and that's because he's a good goalkeeper. I was so surprised right. that he won exactly. it in 15. Uh, that oh no, Zardis got saved. But um, I guess I find myself rooting against him now. All right, but um, <laughs> it just means you show your you show your true colors right. in moments like this. That's true. Yeah, the, the DC hate always shines through. Yeah, um, I still want DC to win. Shut up. Newcomer of the year <laughs> finalists: Zlatan, uh, Wayne Rooney, and Carlos Vela. I guess they needed it's a third one. In August, I would have been like definitely Zlatan. But no, I was pretty. I'm pretty pro Zlatan actually, which I never thought I would be. But now you got to kind of give it to Rooney yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. All right, Rookie of the Year. Fine. I'm boycotting Rookie of the Year. Stupid award. Just go, make it make it Young Player of the Year. <laughs> Tell us who's in it. Make though. it Under 24 Player of the Year. Yeah, because then Tyler Adams played 16 minutes or something in in 2016 and got got disqualified. Bullshit. Well, is Wayne Rooney technically a rookie? <laughs> uh. With no, and this that would that for- would have been banter though. For this award, <laughs> rookie is defined as a player without previous professional experience who made his MLS debut in 2018. Damn, um, would have been great. I mean, is Everton really a professional team? Is Man- uh, Manchester United really? No. A professional you know, you team? watch a few games, yeah. and I think the answer is very clear. <laughs> hey, would 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 would, would Florian Velo um, have qualified? How many minutes did I he play? The thing with this is that like uh, prior, it's uh, it's so rare for a guy on our team to like just get his full integration in one year like Moyle is the closest that we've had to that really and even then it his his real first proper year was either last year or this but year did, you know? did, but did Velo play in those games at the end of he never like, did he never uh, got of, subbed of in last year like the DC game in particular and then also that, por- that, that it was always Bezacor but right is USL is professional, professional. it's a professional league yeah <sighs> bullshit anyway the the nominees are Corey baird mark mckenzie and chris mueller <laughs> who gives a shit who uh, <laughs> i don't know who any of those people oh, are um, Corey baird's a person mueller uh, i guess hey, hey Acosta. <laughs> yeah, this is awful um coach of the year finalists uh jesse and it'd be funny if jesse and armis <laughs> <laughs> damn talk about jesse, diluting jesse the vote. and somehow also ralph ragnick i don't know. <laughs> Julian Nagelsmann, that's really that's a really deep poll. Uh, oh shit, Chris Mullins is he gonna? Patty Mullins Let's or Patrick go. Mullins? Oh, wow, this is this is to ice it, isn't it? Wow, other side. Wow, are we gonna pause for station identification right now to uh, to see this penalty? Everyone already knows what happens, but anyway. Oh, oh. Off the post. Oh, no. but you see the ball moved the ball oh. moved before he kicked it it's so windy there oh my god oh yeah you can see the wind it's wow. so so windy yeah the nets are moving that's it oh, i swear to god I mean, shorts are moving all right this is something yeah okay, okay uh good. the coach of the year is bob bradley tata and peter vermees you know a week ago i would have been resigned to being like ah eh, fine whatever my armist didn't you know really you know whatever it's kind of weird but now i'm totally like yeah fuck that armist should at least be a finalist taking over especially mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. have the concrete example of dome of dome fucking up a great situation it's like yeah this is hard you can't just walk in and do it 
and it's his first ever gig. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> Dylan <laughs> missed. <laughs> he skied it. <laughs> I feel like the, that one <laughs> with their hand over her mouth is laughing with their eyes. Oh. <laughs> No, I hate this. Uh, <laughs> no, I love it. This is so good. Oh, come on. How is that not worth it? No, <laughs> Columbus is the only team that. that could beat us, I think, in my well, opinion. Well, we'll talk about that next segment. Uh, but well, for now, come on. That's <laughs> like, amazing. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Someone just yelled, God damn it. I love how this episode is just going to be like 20 minutes of us laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying the other ones aren't. But, um, uh, all right. Come, uh, yeah, anyway, Armis should win. Comeback Player of the Year. Wait, who, who, are, the, who are the nominees? Bradley, Tata, and Ramiz. Uh, give it to Chairman Bob. I'll, yeah, I'll give it to Bob. Sure. Uh, Congrats. Great Comeback first Player season. of the Year, Ozzy Alonso, Zlatan, ridiculous that he's, he's listed. Comeback? And Jazzy Zardes, that's Zardes Zardes, for me. Zardes. Hands down. Uh, humanitarian of the year, yeah, go for Robles again. He's he's not. I feel like that's such a weird award to give every year. What does that even fuck? What does that mean? I genuinely don't know. Uh, it's presented by Advocare, which is one of the worst sponsors. I feel like that you get for your charity one it means that you smuggled the most money to, I don't know, Contras to your shadily, <laughs> shadily, you know, your your charity that like i feel like eli manning has won this in the nfl version of this 12 times yeah it's the charity that takes underprivileged youth and gets them to fight in the idf i didn't write that i didn't write that that comes from twitter i'm sorry uh referee of the year finalists alan kelly nima sagafi and robert sabiga none of these are officer chris penso um, <laughs> former officer chris former penso. see okay this is good he's he should be right for the year because it Took him away from the violent life, violent criminal life of policing. Exactly, so, I agree. Yeah, all right, comeback person of the year. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna pretend Best to know who the story. assistant referee of the year is. Um, <laughs> right? <I> mean, <laughs> the fuck? What do, do they you think when they're voting for it? I don't know. I don't know. Like I who, who the fuck? I wonder if referees just vote on that. I, I feel like players and coaches know who they are, though. And that might be one that's only voted on by referees, though. Uh, I do think they do change the voting pool for each award. Um, okay, so Red Bull specific. Uh, who is your team MVP for this year? Uh, you, you're asking me. That's a di- uh, okay, but like really though. Um, Brad. Yeah. Twenty goals. When I mean it's hard. I mean I think I did see Eric have a tweet saying that we're always a hard team to win individual awards because we're such a system system team. I think that is. You know, true to a certain extent. But I feel that's like that's mostly about like what we we're value so strong. about we're so the strong team all the way than, around. Yeah. I think Brad had a great season, but I think that we can win games without Brad. Oh, that's true. Sure. Yeah. yeah, we can't win games without Aaron Long. Mm. Mm. All right, most minutes on this team. So I might, I might, I'm gonna give it to him. Okay, okay. Shout out Felipe for giving us Tim Parker. Oh, true. Yeah. R.I.P. It sounds like he's had a hard time. Tough, so tough year. Yeah. Oof. Um, newcomer of the year is obvious, right? I mean, Kaku. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is your best <coughs> and or favorite win of the year? Four nil. Really? I, right. I guess it's kind of faded in recent 
weeks to us because city's kind of gotten bad. Is this just regular season? Because I kind of want to throw the Chivas win out there. First win. Ah, anything, anything. Chivas. Fuck yeah. That was, or not, sorry. Or no, sorry. Tijuana. Tijuana. Yeah. Whoops. Tijuana Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Never Tijuana forget. Is really... Except I forgot how to, you know, yeah. differentiate between my uh, Mexican clubs. Who are you? But, Andrew Weeby? Yeah, right. Sorry <laughs> for being trash. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, first leg, Tijuana. That was really Fucking fantastic. And you're like, wow, this season... That was my favorite game. I think generally my favorite game to be at um, was that Atlanta, that second Atlanta game. Okay. I loved that game. Yeah. Good shout. Um, Favorite goal this season? Mm. That was hard. Oh, uh, no. Mark Shikovsky. BWP header off off the crossbar Mm. over, over, and then like running through Brad Guzan. Yeah. Mark Shikovsky, SKC winner. True. That one is, I think, the obvious answer. Um, In terms of just quality. Yeah. Just like how fucking rude that header was. The, the, yeah. As far as how emphatic that was. Yeah. Or or Alex (laughs) Muil assisting Tim Parker in Atlanta or against Atlanta. As well, just because that's oh, Brad I love that goal too. If you're going for like emblematic goal, yeah, yeah. The um, wait for the Shikovsky one. Do you mean the uh, the volley, the low, the winner, volley, or the okay, the nice little curler? Yeah, yeah the color was nice. Part of me almost likes the the volley. Better. Both of them were so good. Both of them should be up. Kaku against DC United at home also deserves a shout. Yeah, but I don't think that was the best. Like I wouldn't pick that as my favorite. Yeah, for sure. Um, Bra- uh, and Parker <coughs> against um, uh, who was it? San Jose. Mm-hmm. I almost said Vancouver for a second. Is also also uh, another. Oh yeah, with the assist. What about goal. Derek Etienne against Orlando City? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely up in that category of memorable goals. But to be honest, it's not. That's, I don't know. Yeah. It's a great goal, but it's not the first one I thought of, to be honest. Yeah, I, I agree. My SKC is mine. All right. All right. Do you have a save of the season? I feel like this one's no. hard. Yeah. Oh, For one of Ryan Maris in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. There were some good ones in that one, that match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Robles had a ton in that Tijuana first leg. Oh, true. Played, his mo- played true. on his mind. Um, He's uh, on his but, head. But, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I, but I don't. I don't know who or uh, if there's a particular save though. I'm, well, uh, that's the good thing about this season is that we had such a good defense. We barely needed to do true. it. I'm almost embarrassed yeah. to ask this because I feel like I know what you're gonna say already. But is there a uh, unsung hero or under underrated player of the year? <laughs> well, I, oh. actually, actually, yeah. yeah, yeah, actually, actually. Actually, Sean Davis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was really. Th- it, has Muil gone into actually getting praise now? Yeah, so he he's has. Disqualified? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I like that. Davis. Nice. Always quiet. Getting the job done. It's it's but it's, it's so it's, noticeable when he has a bad right. game because yeah. he does so many good things that you take for granted. But even his bad games are decent games. You know, like Davis, sometimes they're Davis, bad. Yeah. No. I don't sometimes know. Sometimes they're but bad. But Davis floors out at like a six and a half. I guess there's the he has the occasional one where it's just not coming off at all. But yeah. but he still does so much work. He's not like, like a liability. But yeah yeah exactly. Yeah. He's never going to be the reason we lost a game. Yeah not usually. Cool. Well it's uh, it's getting a long one again, and we should we should start talking about our opponent now that we know them now. Um, any other thoughts on end of season retrospectives? Any thoughts on I don't know 
legacy of this best team? Best meme of going? the year? But, oh, sure, yeah. Best. What is your favorite? Do you uh, have one I mind? think it's the Armas handshake. That one took off. I feel like meme it, it memory is so, is so recent. It burned so hot and quickly. Mm-hmm. God, I can't. It just the emergence of Brizos. Brizos is newcomer of the year, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Just like welcome, welcome. Brizos is MVP. Uh, yeah, Brizos sure. wins all the awards. Okay, I mean, all right. That was just because it should have been you, a short segment. You you were bought out. Yeah, because of your your rosada sauce. Yeah, you haven't really talked about. Just because you're a rosada tycoon doesn't does not mean you can just give them everything. Just don't blow my. It is like funny that. though how how like. They've just become part of the culture now. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like in a good way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. And yeah, they get you know. it. It's weird how much they get it. Yeah. They and really it's, do. It's really hilarious how much longer the line is there than everywhere else. <laughs> everywhere else, else yeah. yeah. But that's, that's the the first time I went to the Harrison Hot Dog Company was because the line was too long there. <laughs> cool. Well, let's, let's put a bow on it and go to segment three where we can finally talk about the Columbus Crew, our opponent. Fuck. In the Eastern Conference semifinals. I got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rice, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, greens. All right, welcome to segment three of View from 202. Switched over to the LAFC RSL game now, which has barely, barely just begun. However, we're much less invested in this than the Columbus DC one. So there should be fewer interruptions. Uh, We now know, because that game has ended with a Nick Dillon skied penalty, that we are going to face the Columbus crew. I'm just we already laughed for like five minutes on air earlier this this episode, but it is great that Deleon, the player who's so mostly useless in the regular season but pops up in the postseason really also injured all season. Yeah. Comes back, first goal yeah. of the year Crazy. in that game. Wow, this is already, already sky chipping. the penalty. And then, you know, I, I said the the word twenty twelve earlier this episode. Don't need to go it over again. But uh, he scores the equalizer here, and then he misses the penalty. How how funny is that? Uh, you know, DC was the streaking team this year in, in everyone's dark horse. But Columbus, Columbus has done it again. This is Columbus team that, uh, you know, on Metro Fan TV, when I was asked by Fernando if I feared really feared anyone anymore, I said, yeah, old Greg is really the only person maybe and we're gonna get old greg however they've they've kind of not been lighting the world on fire as we said a couple weeks ago they failed to beat orlando granted it was at orlando but you still really would have expected that from them that was a weirdly fluky game and then they needed to uh beat uh minnesota at home well they kind of needed to beat minnesota at home at least, uh, and and they did beat Minnesota at home to get that fifth seed. But they needed a Zardis half trick after blowing a two 0 lead to Minnesota. Yeah, can we talk about their last like those last six games? Yeah, not super super impressive. They they lost at Portland three two. They win at Colorado, not particularly impressive two one. 
um, they draw, um, or it's not at, sorry, it, it was um, uh, home against Colorado, 2-1 win. Uh, home against Philly draw. Um, at uh, Montreal, they lose 3-0. Um, at Orlando, they lose 2-1. And then as you just discussed, they, they get they get a 3-2 win against uh, uh, Minnesota. And so, I mean, I'm looking at that, and it's they kind of limped into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they, it seems like this is like their thing now, is that they go to penalties, um, and they, they they squeak into the next round of the, uh, out of the knockout stage. Yeah. They and that that draw that you listed against Philadelphia, it should be noted, um, was after Philadelphia had played a hundred. No, was it nine? I guess it was only ninety minutes on Tuesday and lost a really crushing U.S. Open Cup that they are yeah, favored yeah, 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 yeah. to win, even though it was away. And then Philadelphia went to Columbus that next weekend in a game that everyone expected to lose, and then Columbus failed to score on them, which I think has been the theme is that they've really not been able to score. I think, I don't have the exact numbers, but really an absurd amount of their goals come from Giassi Zardes. I don't don't think many guys have more than two or three after Zardes. I think it really goes through him. And, hey, he did have a great season. Um, It's it's great that he bounced back after getting – traded away from his disaster hometown club of the galaxy um but uh they they've not been able to do it however i guess as you're saying sam though that they, they find a way to to get it done they just don't die playoffs. they don't yeah. die they, they they somehow survive hey and you know though the way that the playoffs are set up set up it's 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 i think maybe advantageous for columbus well okay so this is a narrative we've kind of wanted to discuss yeah. which is that there's people play with this idea that um you know having a knockout game is arguably an advantage because you get a win you get some momentum and then you get to play at home again uh right afterwards um but one i feel like this ignores that literally half the knockout teams lose so it's not great to have a knockout game you you know you can just Mm -hmm. go home and Mm -hmm. then um also they're going to be playing uh, their third game in seven days, and this one tonight was 120 minutes. Oh, you know what? I misspoke. I thought that they were home tonight. So. Oh, yeah, and they were in D.C. They yep. have to travel probably tonight or tomorrow morning at the latest to uh, Columbus again and start training. We get to wake up. Well, and I guess we'll be traveling, too. But, you know, <laughs> I don't know. But Columbus, Columbus also. But we would have been traveling anyway. Mm. That's true. Columbus is ra- is is brought up in that uh, American Soccer Analysis review that I mentioned earlier in the episode uh, as a team that is a uniquely bad matchup for us. If you look at the pace of play and and what our defensive strengths are, and, as opposed to different opponents' strengths, for every team except Columbus. Our defensive strengths are highest when their offensive strengths are highest. It's only Columbus where they are good, where we are bad. Um, and when that also includes their ability to switch field and quickly yeah. escape the press, which Dang. is what they did in that first half at Columbus. With which Clark, I think, right? That yeah. was like the one player that we kept talking about. With, which with that, with he that. was on the bench, I think, here tonight. So he might be rested. Mm. But... Uh, I think that first half in Columbus is the the most outplayed we've looked this entire season, this entire fantastic season. So 
does this team who has had pretty bad form still scare you in that kind of way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's my opinion that Columbus are the only team that can beat us right now in the playoffs. Okay. Um, But, you know... It's just a bad matchup, I think. But we we've we've learned across throughout the season how to how to play Columbus. I think too. You know, we're not going to start off with three in the bag with Colin anymore. Columbus is the only team we did not beat this season. Yeah, I think that that yep. uh, you know, except for Western Conference teams that we only played once. Um, but that's true. That's credit to Armis as well for finally after that. Oh, Columbus home loss, being like, all right, that's it. Colin, Colin doesn't have it anymore. Great guy, could stay around the locker room, whatever. But look, he cannot play. I do think that if Jesse were still around, he absolutely would have tried to push kept, him through yeah, again. Keep, yeah. keep doing it. Uh, we do see a return of the back three on Sunday, by the way. But it's Fidel who comes on, mm. not uh, Colin. Was Colin in the eighteen? No, eh, I don't think so. He's he looked there. fully dressed. Yeah, I think. Um, but um, clothes. With this in mind, and keeping in mind that in in July or whatever, when um, Columbus came here and they scored those three goals in the first half, keeping that in mind, that was when we started the game with five in the back, which I believe is the last time we started with five in the back, and it kind of was a disaster. Do you think Armis might start five in the back? No. With the knowledge that their crossing is so lethal? No. no. All right. No. Yeah, I, I honestly we we got to be a bit arrogant going to this game, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I think we got to put the game on our terms. Yeah. Do you think? Which is why I mentioned the the, the nerves of we um, got to go out of uh, the Orlando game because just, if we shake those off, go in confident, play our play our way, press them. Yeah, well said. I mean, look, I, I feel like if we start out too conservatively, um, with a def- more defensive minded three in the back set up um to prepare for crosses like that then we i don't know i I don't want to give uh columbus the opportunity to strike early and then just uh sit back and absorb pressure not let us score yeah that's the nightmare that's what happened when we played them in 2015 right the more that columbus will let us have possession too i think the worst will probably like try like get into our heads yeah. The 15 series, it really, I mean, this is a different team now, but it, it is, really, it it is really was so much that eight-second goal. Yeah. It really was. Just That's what I'm worried about. Uh, but I think that we need to score in the first 10, 15 minutes. We've yeah. done that a bunch. I feel like, you know. I wouldn't mind. And, and based oh, we on have the, kind of become a second-half team, haven't we? Based on the match day yeah. footage, though, it does right. seem that it's a common thing for Armis to tell the team, all right, let's blitz 15 minutes. And then let's um, figure out the game pace. A and then bit. we'll then we'll and kill then them back, in the second yeah. half. I would think that would be a great approach for this game. You know, maybe go after their lead legs at the front. Maybe get a goal, but then maybe let off a little bit and then kind of grind them down. And they'll get tired in the second half as well. And then we've been a second half team. How badly do you think we like? What's your opinion on game state in this game? Now, knowing it's a two-legged tie, how important is a away goal to you? How 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 do you want Armis to approach the game? Uh, uh, Chris, Har- Chris said this right at, at the halftime or at, at the locker room speech. It's, it's he he knows how to win MLS Cup. It's win five games. Go mm-hmm. into each five, every each one of the five games expecting and demanding a win. 
Just just yeah. win. That's it. It's pretty pretty Chris Armis way of thinking about it. But I, I like that. <clears throat> There's not much else to it, right? So do you? But I guess to the we're point, the best goddamn think, team in MLS history. We just got to go in and do you think know we'll be more conservative? Well, though? that that's the thing though. Like I don't think so. I think we should be no. as aggressive as we usually are. If we're up one nil. How badly do you think we'll be continue to try scoring? I, I think, I think we, we should not be afraid of having a one-one draw. That's a great result. If we're down one nil, how badly should we try to score to get that away goal? I just I don't know. Under Armas, I, I don't see a dramatic like. I mean, I don't see him playing the 180 minutes. I just see him playing the 90. Yeah. All right. I just feel like he's that type of coach. Unless we lose, and it's halftime. If it's yeah. <laughs> if it's nil nil if it's nil nil in the 80th minute, we go how, for it. Okay, yeah. Who we can you... score at home. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm like yeah. The team should think about it. like I, I think the team knows that. The team knows that we're coming back home. Yeah. So how many? Um, or I guess like lineup decisions. Royer's back and healthy. Does he start for you? Yeah. Yeah. Royer and Will. Yep. 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 Perfect. Okay, and then Shikovsky and um, Derek on the bench. Derek on the bench, and those and Ivan on the bench. Yeah, yeah. If you need, most of the times Ivan's gotten subbed on. It's been medium stakes scenarios. If we're looking at the 80th minute, and we want another goal. Do <laughs> he's, you he's put like, Ivan in? Do you put in Etienne? What are your weapons here? Etienne. Etienne. Etienne's my weapon. You put in both. Uh, I mean, Chris has done that a lot. Yeah, right. but you do that sequentially. You put Derek uh-huh. on earlier, and then maybe in the 86th, 7th minute, you throw, on, you throw on Yvonne, and you see what happens. I assume White is going to travel and not a bong. Yeah. Although that would be fun. So fun. But... Who on the squad has scored against the Columbus crew in the playoffs? Literally only, only Anatole. Yeah. Anatole Bong. <laughs> but, but he's going to be with the twos. That's right. The t- uh, when are the twos playing? The twos are in the the conference finals again against Louisville. Again. Third time, right? That in, would be amazing if we pulled off the the double, the USL championship, and MLS. Um, that's a treble, including the supporters. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, how do you feel about how the rest of the brackets going down right now? We got basically NYCFC beat Philadelphia. Blech. Um, kind of. The narrative is that they're back and they're good again. Sad, bad wolf. It's howl. a game. Um, it's been a game. Yeah. Do you, do you buy this at all? It's been a game against the same team. Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. Is, has Herrera fixed all of their woes? Uh, no. Also, Curtin under like un- overthought that game. Right? Why? Why would you move Bedoya to the wing? Wasn't why there also you... a penalty shout? CJ Sapong yeah, didn't start. Bedoya did not get his thing. Maybe we just fucked with them when we beat them at home. Damn. Maybe this this is our fault for winning the I, shield. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, not even winning the shield, just beating them at home. At it at Talon. Yeah. Talon. 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 Talon energy. energy. Hello. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um. <laughs> but uh, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm not sold on the city. It really emphasized how much they rely on those quick flicks and then Shradi just smacking hit it trying to hit the ball as hard as he can and like just before the keeper is really set. So they look like bangers, but like 
I mean, I mean, that's also kind of what Via did against us, right? It's just those weird flick-ons and head-ons, and then just hitting it off the half volley as hard as you can. And it's ugly. It's bad. The whole thing is shitty. I don't know. Terrible. Hate them. And they still... Are you saying that Pep Guardiola's right-hand man plays ugly song? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. Maybe we can sabotage. Actually, no, let's not sabotage the segue. We need Domi there. Um, how do you, what do you like their chances against, uh... That's going to be a fun Atlanta. one. Like, I don't even, I don't know. I was, it feels like my monkey paw wish went bad. Where, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, you know, can I please have Atlanta and NYC both just fall apart? It's like, oh, no, not like this. I still want Atlanta to be able to beat them. They drew twice this season. Yeah, I mean, I think Atlanta choked, but I think it can be a collapse. Bobby was completely right in his argument with Doyle again right. about that. If anyone listens to ETR. Um, Protect Bobby. Bobby's getting bullied. It's bullshit. Um, but love, but, love you, Bobby. <laughs> we know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I think if, if if Atlanta don't get a result at a Yankee Stadium, that that will not bode well for them. I don't uh, think they're they're going to be good about that. I think they'll be fine. I think it'll be okay. What, oh, I mean, what did you tell well, me? Sorry, that sorry, sorry. Going to play. What do you What do you mean by uh, by result? Like what, if, what define a result? Um, if they don't come out there with a waggle, so like a nil nil draw is not a result to you. A nil nil draw is a result, in my view. Yeah, it's sure. absolutely yeah. A result. Even even a one nil loss is not that bad. No, I agree, but I think uh, like I, I like I, they're flapped. I don't think NYCFC is the team they can beat up on at Yankee Stadium, you know. And I don't know necessarily if. That happens at Yankee Stadium that NYCFC can't win. In well, Atlanta just needs a lot of space. Is the thing. It's mm-hmm. very hard to right. imagine them scoring. Like they just rely so much on finding Almiron and then Almiron having. Wow, this really Joseph. is a battle of home field advantages in yeah. terms of like literal pitch size. So maybe and I don't know. Maybe that Kevin Kratz guy can find a a free, a free kick, kick or something. They did score when they played them there. But then uh, Atlanta was losing to them in, I mean, sorry, City was losing to Atlanta in Atlanta, and they got bailed out by a ring screamer from like 25 yards. They also got bailed out in Toronto by a Sharadi screamer, and then in against Waluigi in LAF. They, it's like they just really rely on like the long distance bangers, an insane amount. Like I, there's, it can't be sustainable. <laughs> so they, I think they're just playing that new FIFA mode and yeah. they don't know that the rules haven't changed. I don't know. It just, <laughs> it's a two pointer. It costs us two. Who do you want to win that series? Atlanta. Atlanta. I want, yeah, I want to, I want to just, I want to play them. I also don't want those fucks in our stadium. No. Also, it would flatter them too much to actually win a playoff series. It's very sad that I can no longer say that they've literally not, never won an elimination game. I want. Yeah. It was funny though because that that Philadelphia reporter was sharing that tweet showing like all the results of Philadelphia and how they've never won a playoff game yeah. or a cup final. The funny thing is, if Philly had done that, we could have done that about City. <laughs> so. mm-hmm. I mean, I want to play Atlanta. Yeah, it's the thing. That's it's like, it. I even with Almiron, we I'm can excited to play Atlanta. People want yeah. us to play Atlanta. Yeah, that'd be the fucking matchup of the year. That yeah. series, Doesn't even fu- like fuck the final. Not I mean, not like actually fuck the final, but like you look at that and you're like that. That is like the highest 
that is the that is, that is MLS the, Cup. Yeah, that is these are the two best teams in the league right. by a significant margin, and this is the clash of titans. Yeah, and it's going to be awesome, and so I would love that. So we'll get to talk more about the series next week, I guess. Yeah. So, but briefly, out west right now, who would you prefer gets to the final? Slash, if we get there, who would you like to play? Shit, R- RSL. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh at that point, like, I feel like people would be happy for Pet King. I guess. Uh, yeah. But, like, also just, like, hysterical if we lost that game. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, God. I feel like people would just implode. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, imagine Pet King gets a cup before before we do. Uh, in the last three years, that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Like, I would just laugh. I'd be crying but laughing. Um, but, I mean... After, real- like scooting in off of the galaxy fucking up <laughs> yeah. realistically oh yeah yet another like invalidation of the legitimacy of mls cup as a trophy so yeah. i don't know at the galaxy were my banter insurance I, as i say but and don't then, get me wrong i'm a, I'm a playoff guy because it's really entertaining um i'm but, not but nah i i want skc like i just nah, want like no, i want to beat the know. good teams because I know we can so be the good boring. teams. I'd like to play LAFC, I think. One, because fe- fe- I've decided I feel the most uh, ambivalent about them, which is not <laughs> what I expected. They've been weirdly low sure? key. But what if yeah. they win their first year? It they, would be weird. Those I guys don't know. Are, it would be like, but like, they're not like even, they're not even real on the internet to me. Like, who are they? Like, it's just like, this, <laughs> it's, it really baffles me. Like, like with Atlanta, it's like I feel Atlanta vaguely on the internet, but then if I just shut off the internet, it's like they don't exist in real life. With LAFC, even on the internet, I'm looking for them on the oh, oh whoa, wow. that was there awesome! Goes, so scored, damn, nice. That was such a good. Ah, I just cursed LAFC. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop talking. I need to stop talking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think if LAFC got to the final, maybe they, if they won the cup, it not. might be a. Like a good LA like Everyone rivalry be, there. Yeah. We uh, oh, good goal. That's please so not nice. Seattle, Portland. I wouldn't like really that much either. But I don't, I don't mind like, playing. Nah, Portland. fuck Cascadia teams. I don't, don't want to play either of them. Both of those Cascadia cups are janky as hell. I don't know. We I, should I put just, out the exact same. We should call back Carlos Rivas from as well, and then put out the exact same lineup that we put out in the beginning of the season against Portland. Wow, mine's is back, baby. He is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, real. I, so I guess I would honestly love to play RSL. Like, I, I would love, <laughs> yeah, I, would, looking, I would love for them to succeed I'm to, to the final. About how much, how certain they were saying. Now, I mean, we're gonna do it. We're the greatest ever. But like, and I then don't know. when you play team just like in, RSL, just, it's just like, yeah, uh, just just in case we don't get there, I would also wouldn't mind LAFC playing. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I think we were gonna play SKC. Um, they're just a really good team. Uh, I see them getting through this whole group, um, and I hope they kick the shit out of uh smug ass seattle um and then i think that that'd be a great matchup um and we've already beaten them at home with like a, a, a team that was had their confidence in question um we managed yeah. to get a result so so I, i'd love to see That's that happen true. again that halftime of that skc game was really a pivotal moment yeah it really yeah. was Cool. Well, I think we do have a Benny question this week. I'm, I apologize. I know that Metro Fan TV like had a two-hour recording, and we're not we're not helping with the situation here. We probably have a two-hour recording here ourselves. No, it's good. It's it's what the fans want. It's the it's the end of the end of year recap. End of year, yeah. yeah. All right. So Benny asks the Messings. 
Which messing would you rather run into in the bull shop? Shep messing or Deborah? Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> Deborah messing has the most insulting political takes, though. I I well I want to run into Deborah Messing because it'd be wild to run into Deborah no, Messing. I am I will I have sworn to defend Wait, Susan Sarandon it? with my wife. So oh, don't you? Okay, no. no, you're right. So if I if I if I ran into Deborah Messing, I would have to slay her for Susan. Mm. Also, she, how, she, Susan would not appear. Wait, that's a, part of that's of part thing. that's part of your 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 hero's tale though was the the dispatching of Deborah Messing of, of the coward the, Deborah Messing of the coward Deborah Messing in the bull shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Seeing Shep would be fun, though. Yeah. I tell you what, Steve. I, I just I'm gonna ask him if you can just say that. Yeah. Like I just want to hear him say it live. Can you say that? Can you, can you record my voicemail inbox? Yeah. I tell Actually, you what, caller. If I'm reached, <laughs> yeah. If I'm Sam Place, I would answer my phone, but I'm not. <laughs> Leave a message. Yeah. Uh. All right, Shep. Okay, is that unanimous? Yeah, yeah, good, I think good so. question. I guess um, elections are soon. You know, voting's not everything. It's not enough. But if I don't really have anything to vote for now, because you know, democracy in New York State is just wonderful. But if you do live in Long <laughs> Island, or if you live in the Hudson Valley, or if you live in uh, I don't know wherever the fuck Leonard the Nance exists. Uh, you should probably <laughs> go vote for the the less awful person, the Democrat in all those districts. That would be good. Um, That's what I'm going to go do upstate. Um, oh, yeah? I, I, so I changed my registration online. The DMV actually has a great tool for that. Oh, I did that too. It's It was surprisingly not shitty. Right. But uh, the, sh- the shitty thing is, uh, is that my registration didn't update even though I did it in July. Uh, um, uh, so that's awesome. Uh, and then when I called the board of... Uh, board of King, kings county board of elections they were just like yeah like you know just, that's a risk you got to take if it doesn't show up it doesn't show up uh you, sh- you should have came into the to the uh the office and then hung up on me so that was awesome <laughs> uh so i but it works out really nicely i'm going to be upstate this weekend and uh there's early there's absentee voting all week in saratoga county um so i can just go up and, and cast Ooh, my that's gonna be a, that's red, a red card, card. oh that wow, was that's the a dumbest thing i've elbow. ever seen Oh, Vela, you fool. Oh, was it Vela? I think so, yeah. Oh, Carlos uh, Vela, uh, it's the, newcomer of the year, Carlos Vela. That's that's the, the you know, most ill... What? Oh, my God. Is Mark Geiger, what? It was the most ill-thought-out uh, uh, move that Carlos yeah, Vela's made since he, Sorry. he uh, slid into the DMs while being a man... Okay, it's not uh, as okay. bad as I thought. Hands to the face. That's a red card. I'd still be fine with it being red. That's definitely a, it's a playoffs call. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, right. I'm gonna go. Anyway, vote. He, would, he would get I'm, a red card for that. Yeah, he would. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm gonna go vote upstate. It's gonna be great. Nice. Um, I do have some competitive elections in the that's, local level, which is fun. Nice. All of my federal elections are, mm-hmm. are pretty decided and boring. So vote for BWP. <sighs> Hell yeah. Or. Alex Mwil, since he's actually he's a New York State resident. Yeah, you can actually vote for him. All right, I'll write him in for the cool. gubernatorial election. Yeah. Ooh, if Alex Mwil became governor, wow, wow, it'd be up tempo AF. Yeah, that'd be great. Talk about it. We finally efficient. legalize ranch. <laughs> <laughs> and, en- energy drink government. What is yeah. that? Even? His, his main initiative is to investigate three one one. The. Uh, <laughs> 
I said the name Nance. <laughs> Soldier Boy is the only song playing at his like campaign <laughs> rallies. <laughs> okay, I think oh, we've man. gone too yeah. far. I did okay. say the name Come Nance on. though, and I want to em- emphasize that's the bad one. Vote against whoever's running against him. I'm pretty sure. Don't just don't vote for the Republicans. Yeah, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're they're so- they're worse somehow. Yeah. Well, well they're yeah. yeah. Fuck Peter King. <laughs> Get his ass out of here. All right. See you next week. Wait. What? <laughs> we didn't do a prediction, did we? Uh, no. <laughs> it's been a it's been a brutal one. How are we gonna How are we gonna do in Columbus? Um, you know what I'm curious about is so Pedro Santos w- went off on a stretcher, and he's a oh, big yeah, winger. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm curious to see if he'll play. He was kind of ass this year, though. I think was he? I think he only has one goal. But he's like starting. Yeah, he's still ass. I guess it says more about Columbus, but interesting. I don't know. I think we're going to get um, a result, but it'll be like a 3-2 win. Wow. Ooh, okay. It's going to be weird. That would be a good result. Yeah. That'd be like a, a wonderful amount of away goals, um, but Columbus is going to score for sure. I think it's going to be a 1-1. I'm going to go 1-1 as well. I'm going to go with an Aaron Long goal. Because I feel like he's he's got... Want right. a good old bull celebration? Well, yeah, and he's got like the anti-anxiety attitude right now. So he's going to calm everyone down. With You know goal. what? I think Kaku is going to surprise us with an assist. Ooh. And yeah. a nutmeg. Cool. That's not a surprise. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, now we're finally done. Sorry. Bye. Never be sleeping because I'm woke, bitch. Yes, I'm still off of the new pope, bitch. Uh, I'm up dope, bitch. She said my dick, yo, bitch. Yo, 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 yo. me like animals. Yo, 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 yo. Ain't my meat just like a cannibal I wanna spoon that bitch like she had animals I be as fly as a bird with a beak My chain is wet as the world biggest chemical I smell your jealousy, boy, do it stink So check out the cute links on top of the mink It's wetter than my bathroom sink Niggas that think they know me Think I think I'm giving up fuck what they sleep So I tell them get up, 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 get up Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. My energy get up, like get through a sit up. I got the bitch lit up, yo, yo. And I tell them, fuck you, bitch, and tell them, suck my dick until you hiccup, yo. Get up, niggas fire, Peter Pan, call me Dapper Dan. Yes, I got a fam, ain't no money up in my hand. And I got a cannon, no nigga, no drumming band. How did this is on the beach and you're trying to tan? Take a zen, cause I'm a scary like boogeyman. But really, man, I pull up and drop top of mini van, man. And a nigga rolling like coasters at Disneyland. And a nigga rolling like coasters at Disneyland. Choke on a nigga like a pitbull, diamond bike, good chains, oh. When she sucking on my dick, sound like she eating low man, oh. People swear that they know the real me bitches getting creepy uh, For everybody hating on me, suck my dick, bitch, can't sauce like me Okay, like, get up, 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 get up. My energy get up, like get through a sit-up, I got this bitch lit up So I tell them, fuck you, bitch, and tell them, suck my dick until you hiccup Get up, 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 get up